All right, guys, welcome to the Reborn Podcast. My name is Ashley Horner, and my co-host today, since she is in town and visiting, um, since she helped out with the 25-hour row, I have my mom here co-hosting with me. And today is a really great episode that you're definitely going to want to tune in and listen to the entire episode. We're going to do a little bit of an AAR, an after-action report of the of the 25-hour row, kind of talk about that a little bit. Um, and then since my mom is here and she is also a fitness specialist, we're going to talk about core, um, her perspective of core, my perspective of core, and why it's important and some things that you can do to help strengthen your core. Uh, we're going to go over some, um, maybe some misconceptions that you might have about what the core is, what what does it actually do, um, and the benefits of having a strong core. All right, getting right into it, we're going to start off talking about the 25-hour row. Today is Tuesday. I finished my row on Sunday, Sunday at... 10 a.m. I started my row on Saturday at 9 a.m. I went for 25 hours around the clock, um, finishing it at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Um, Leading up to the row, I I don't I really don't believe in in carb loading. I think that people take what it means to carb load and they eat like 10 servings of pasta or like you know crush like an extra large pizza. And the reason why I don't think this is a good idea is if your digestive tract is not used to consuming that much carbohydrates in one sitting, what do you think you're going to do the morning of the morning of your either run that you have, the morning of whatever event that you have? Because a lot of times we like to think we, we carb load the night before. Maybe, you know, I don't know, you start two or three days before and you carb load. Um, one, one, you're shocking the system, right? So, like, your digestive tract is not going to be happy. And the second thing is you're probably going to find yourself in the bathroom having some, you know, some stuff going on. <laughs> uh, so th- that's why I've, n- I've never believed in, in carb loading. I think I, I did this once and I, I learned the hard lesson of I was, you know, started my race and I was looking for the nearest toilet. Um, so for me, uh, what I have found that is very, very beneficial, I do increase my carbohydrates, but I do it very moderately. Um, this is like three days out. Uh, a week out, I ensure that I am getting at minimum a gallon of water a day. And two days leading up to the 25-hour row, I had red meat for dinner, which really helps me endurance-wise. Um, on Thursday night, I had hamburgers. And then Friday night, we had steak. It was delicious. <laughs> Uh, so we had steak on the trick. My mom's acting like she's being wanting to be shy, but she's not. She's making all kinds of gestures and dances that you guys can't see when I'm talking. But um, we had uh, we had steak on the Traeger, which was awesome um, the night before. And for whatever reason, that like it, that's where it's at for me doing the red meat. Um, 
before I start an endurance. And, uh, you know, whenever you were racing with like your mountain bikes and stuff and everything that you're doing, did you do any carb loading before or what do you do? No, uh, basically most important was hydration. So had to start a couple days ahead, make sure you water, like a gallon of water. I didn't measure it, but you just drank a lot of water. I just made sure I stayed on top of my water Mm -hmm. more than normal. And, um, did not eat anything. I, I can't eat anything heavy before I race. I just get too, too tense, and then I, my stomach gets upset. And yeah. so, <clears throat> so I have to force myself during our riding uh, to eat, uh, like, um, nutrition bars or... Yeah, what do you eat? Do you eat, like, shot blocks? <clears throat> you know those, like, the, I think that's by Cliff I or something? They're the to, shot blocks. Yeah, I used to... Or the now we, we use a, uh, a powder mix in, in my water. Um, uh, it's like an intra-workout type? or uh, Yeah. It, well, through, throughout the ride, it helps with hydration. and. Um, so, so explain a little bit about like what... Because you, you would do mountain bike racing. Right. How long were your mountain bike races? What, like, uh, from, it, like approximately. Yeah, it would be... Um, at least a minimum of an hour and up to an hour and a half. Mm. But it's pretty intense. Constant. Yeah, yeah. You don't get off unless you have a mechanical. So you're just going. And and it's, it's mountain biking on uh, rough terrain. So we're climbing rocks and going down hills. And so... Um, and so while we ride, yeah, the shock it's blocks probably help. Ha- are you able to eat when you ride or how does that work? Well, I had to train myself to do that, to be able to have easy access to it. Yeah, we had weird ways of where we attached the little shock blocks on our our bar. Yeah. And so that you could just grab it and And eat it. Yeah. Yeah, eat it as you're going. Um, I did have some of those during my row. Yeah, those A little bit. I I did the the non, uh, it didn't have caffeine. It was was for like endurance or whatever, but it was, uh, yeah, I didn't have any caffeine, like in it but I, I was definitely for for me leading up hydration was key I didn't really I, I didn't eat any like pasta or breads or anything I had um, extra sweet potatoes um, that's just how my, my body just feels well on sweet potatoes it doesn't have to be pasta or pizza um, because kind of the same thing and the morning because I, I typically fast but the morning I got up I had was like a piece of toast with jelly and I think I had one egg, but I made myself two or three of those and I, I could only stomach like one. So probably because of nerves too. I, I was definitely nervous. Go, I'm always nervous going into these events. Um, I think it's just, it has to do with just how competitive I am with myself. Um, but whenever I got on the rower, um, we started at, 9 a.m. So we got here at 8 a.m. And it just, it always like goes by so fast that hour. And then it's all, all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I have five minutes. Like I got to get on the rower. Like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't even stretched out yet. And so it's interesting whenever walking up to the rower or, or arriving at 8 a.m., 8.20 here at American Brew, which is where I did the 25 hour row, knowing that I had 25 hours in front of me of being in this place on that rower. Um, it's a really weird feeling because 
you know, you know, you're going to get through it, but it's, uh, it's kind of like you anticipate the pain and, you know, you, you know, you're going to be tired and, you know, you know, sitting on the rower that long, like your, your butt's going to really hurt. And, um, but what I did and, and that morning when I woke up, I had a piece of bread, uh, with butter and jelly and then an egg. And so I knew that I didn't eat that much waking up in the morning. So almost every hour, um, I was eating. Um, it varied any from anywhere from Uncrustables, which I know after I did my 40-hour run, I said I would never eat another Uncrustable again. But they're just so easy to eat. They're soft and has the uh, the peanut butter, which is the protein. It has a little bit of the carbs from the bread and then the jelly, which is the sugar. So you kind of get the protein, the carb, and the, and the jelly. And they're just really easy to eat. Um, at the top of every hour, I gave myself a five to 10 minute break. And I was very strict on that. Uh, just enough time to, to get off, uh, to go to the restroom. Um, if there was, uh, to drink whatever I needed to drink, to eat whatever I needed to eat. And then I would, I would get back on. And the first probably three or four hours I was really struggling. It hurt. So what do you attribute that to? Like, why was it hurting? Yes. Why? Yeah. Why was it? Why is it so hard in the beginning? Uh, is it mental? Physical? Probably a little bit of mental because I had the 25 hours ahead of me, but I remember, like, yeah, I, I remember, I mean, hour two, and I just felt everything was just kind of bothering me. I don't know what happens after hour three, four. It's, I don't, I, I want to say it's like the body almost does, like it surrenders finally because it knows that it's like it needs to just stop fighting like the pain and being uncomfortable. And uh, as I went on, probably after hour four, after hour five, it all got, it, it just kind of, subsided it got a little bit better um but I don't know it was probably a little bit of a, it was mental because I remember thinking like hour two three and I started feeling it you know my butt my lower back for sure um my traps and and you know it was just like a, it was a, a, a reminder that I was gonna be there for 25 hours and I think that thought and and remembering that or like thinking how like that I was in pain my mind did like mentally start to be like, Oh my gosh, like, am I going to be able to do this for 25 hours? Because you know, I'm already feeling it like everywhere. And so I think, you know, as the time went on, my, I just kind of like let go a little bit and I just accepted the fact that I was going to be there for, you know, 20 more hours. And, uh, in fact, as the night went on, everything just kind of seemed to get a little bit easier and, um, once the, the night fell and it was dark and it was just me, uh, Blue was there, Anne-Marie and uh, Emily, uh, both of them are, they help with Spike's Canine. Uh, they were there and it just, you know, we turned on some movies. Uh, we watched two shows from like 10 o'clock to, it, that really got me through the night. That and then just us just telling stories and rowing and distractions. Um, yeah, so that was really good. Uh, we did order pizza at night and I actually was only able to eat one slice. I thought that having pizza halfway through would like really, really give me a burst of energy, but it actually gave me some heartburn, which I never, I never get heartburn. And that was 
kind of interesting. Uh, so I just ate one slice of pizza. Um, we also, I had pickles and uh, like pickle juice or pickle water that I would just drink. So we had two jars of pickles. Uh, I ate the pickles, but it was the purpose of me buying the, the jars of pickles was so I could drink the water, just the, the sodium, the sodium and the, and the, the pickle, pickle water. Um, and it, it, it honestly like tastes pretty good whenever, you know, you've just been putting out for several hours and you, uh, just, I don't know, something, <laughs> something pretty refreshing about pickle water. So, um, but other than that, uh, you know, we made it through till the morning and Anne Marie and Emily switched off every hour. They rode, Anne Marie rode an hour, Emily rode an hour, pretty much up until like the end. And then in the morning time, daybreak, uh, uh, people started showing up again. And at that point, it was like I, I knew it was the hardest. It was the hardest, like the last three hours. But knowing that I was that close, it was definitely like a morale boost once the sun came back up. Well, and all the people that were showing up for support. We had a lot of people. Right. And when you started hearing about all the fundraising and, and how the sales and people were donating, yeah, was really the, inspiring. At the top of every hour, I, I, that, that was something else. Like, whenever you guys face, like, this long physical feat ahead of you, the easiest way for me to get through it is to break it down hour by hour. You just focus on that hour. Um, so every hour at the top of every hour, I dedicated and honored, uh, a working canine that had lost his life, his or her life, either by, um, you know, either killed in action or was a working canine retired and lost its life to cancer. Um, so that also really helped it. Not only did it help break up the hours, um, but I had their picture taped right in front of me on the rower. And so the whole time I was rowing, I wasn't looking at the numbers on the rower. I wasn't focused on that. I wasn't looking at the time. Uh, I just saw the, the dog, whatever canine we were honoring for that hour. It was he or she was taped up in front of me. And, and that really helped too. you know, um, uh, it just helped me remember my why and, and tap into my why of, you know, why I was doing this. And it was, you know, for Spike's canine and, and to, um, uh, you know, raise awareness, raise money for these canines who go out and, you know, they are the, uh, they are the heroes, the un unsung heroes, uh, that go out every day and they, they put their life on the line. And so if we can help protect them a little bit better by providing ballistic, vests when they go out on the job or retirement to help them live a, a better life after so many years on, you know, in service being on the streets. It's, it was worth it. Um, my mom came, so she finished the last, well, I did the, the bike ride from Virginia beach to Tulsa, Oklahoma. A couple years ago, she finished. How far did you ride in with me? Was it 50 miles? Yeah. Yep. 50 miles. 52, 50 or 60? 52, 53 miles. So she rode in with me from, once we got into like, was it like Muskogee area? Mm-hmm. Musco Muskogee or right, right inside out somewhere. Or McAllister. 
McAllister. Maybe McAllister. And we finished the ride in together going into Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, that was a couple years ago. So she finished that one with me. Uh, whenever I did the 40-hour run, she finished with me. That was, that was only like five miles. I was, it took us forever. I was struggling. My mom was on a beach cruiser. <laughs> and uh, I was running. And that was, I was like super delirious. <laughs> and <laughs> there was lots of precautions not to let me just step out in traffic because that would have been bad. <laughs> But my state of mind was, like, not even present. No, it was uh, not present. And then she came out for the row, and she finished the row with me. She did the final hour. Uh, was it 9 to 10 a.m.? I think yes. so. Yeah. Um, and everybody came out. Everybody was outside at American Brew. How'd that make you feel? That was uh, very humbling. And I'm just always so impressed with how how many people... Uh, how much influence you impact on people's lives. It's just yeah. very, very uplifting as a mom. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not me. I know I'm doing, like, the physical part, but it's really the people who, like, believe in what I'm doing. They believe in Spike's Canine and all the causes that I go out and I, you know, I, I do these crazy events to raise money for, but... You know, it's, it's not me, it's you guys and my supporters, and it really means the world. Uh, we got, I got word last night from Emily that our donations were up to $22,000. 22? Yeah, That's a little over $22,000, awesome. and um, there's going to be one more push, so it's going to be more than $22,000. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, just absolutely incredible. This is mm. the most money I've done. This is my third fundraiser that I've done for Spikes Canine, um, and this is... Uh, this is the most that we have ever raised for spikes out of right. the three three events that I've done. This has been the biggest one. Well, and don't forget a shout out to all those around the country. Yeah, the handlers, the, so many handlers, hand, yeah. or, or maybe they, maybe you guys weren't handlers. Yeah. yeah, everybody was rowing. Yeah, everybody was rowing out there, and so thank you for that. That that was actually super motivating for me, um, knowing that. I mean, at all hours we were like uh, going live and. And doing Instagram Live with, you know, guys and girls who are rowing at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah, you know, that, it was that was just like, cool. Yeah, it was really, really cool. And it really motivated me. And just, it was extremely humbling. But it just helped me want to uh, stay on the rower and just, I don't know, keep hammering it keep out. Going. So, um, so after the row, I, w I was actually super tired, of course. Um I went home. I fell asleep a little bit on the beach for a while. I thought I was just going to, you know, hang out and, like, have some beers. And nothing actually sounded good. I, uh, for dinner, I ended up having a nutrition solutions. And so it wasn't even anything crazy. I didn't get off and, like, celebrate with anything. I think my body was just so tired. And um, also, like, whenever I do these long events my body just craves those things. It craves the Uncrustables, like the peanut butter and jellies. It craves the pickles. Um, I had some donuts at one point, uh, some gummy bears. So it actually like craves foods that aren't so good for me. It's like, you know, typically what I, what I want and then what's like what I eat. So I think after the row was all said and done, I just wanted something like healthy and clean again. So I had a nutrition <laughs> solutions. Um, but what did we eat yesterday? I felt like we had a cherry pie last night. Oh, we we chick oh we did chick oh we chick did kebabs. chicken kebabs, 
Yeah, and uh, we grilled a little steak and even a cherry pie yeah. in the Traeger grill. Yeah, I could really not good. believe it. Yeah, we did the cherry pie and the oh, Traeger. So good. It so was good. delicious. And I and then I got some beer yesterday and it actually finally tasted yeah, good. Yeah, she finally had her beer. Yeah, she had a few. Yeah, she had a few. Planting flowers. And, yeah. Uh, I kept her home. <laughs> yeah. In it, the garden. It was good. My mom, yeah. Put me to work gardening, and um, but it but it was good. And today is uh, the second day after my row. I'm I'm still tired today. I, I took off yesterday, of course. I'm taking off today, and then tomorrow, which will be the third day after the row, and I'm gonna get in the pool and swim. That'll and be swim. great. That'll be um, good. But this year, I, I did the 25 hour row last year. This year. I did feel more confident going into the row this year. I felt stronger. I really, really have been working on my core, which is also like why I wanted to talk about core today. Um, I believe that having a strong core is one of the most underrated exercises. I know that we do crunches and like sit-ups, but I've had three C-sections and it wasn't until after my third C-section that I really just got after my core training. I started lifting really heavy with my core, uh, which means doing uh, at least half of the exercises that I was doing weighted. And uh, I had and have had the strongest core after I had auto a few years back um, compared to like before any of the, you know, during through my pregnancies before, like whenever I was competing, it was almost like I finally figured out how to have a, a strong core. And um, so I really just started training my, my core, like at least a month ago, a couple months ago, I just really started incorporating that almost every single day. Cause um, your, your core, you have to think of your abdominal wall. Uh, it's flat. It's almost like paper thin. Uh, so if you are wanting to increase the volume and the size and, and just get like the, what do you call it? Like the nuggets, the abdominal nugget nuggets, you have to lift that with weights. It's been my, my, uh, experience. Um, so I, I do think, what is your favorite core exercise mom? Do you do weighted core at all or no? Um, yes, I, I do a lot of body weight exercises now. I'm just kind of in a uh, maintenance mode, and um, I think um, for women at my age, it's it's really critical. How old are you? What? Huh? How old am I? <laughs> Seriously, you're going to ask me that? <laughs> well, you said your age, or people want to Okay, okay, yes, I just had a birthday in March, <laughs> and I keep forgetting how old I am, so I had to count back, and I turned 67. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, wow, I'm like, what? what's happened? No, I mean, yeah, my mom, like, so my mom, my, we, did a, we did a Mother's Day photo shoot, and my mom was wearing, like, this kind of crop top, and uh, she was like, oh, I'm going to do, uh, like, a shoulder press, but, like, her crop top that would come up a little bit. And I was like, dang, mom, <laughs> you're like, you got like abs. <laughs> so she does. And I think that, I mean, there's like this misconception that, uh, you know, like once you get a certain age, like you can't have a core anymore. Oh no, no. And the older, the older we get, I think it becomes more important. 
Um, it's just your overall physical ability and to be able, a strong core will help you with your balance, which is the thing that, you know, I see friends that are even younger than me and they have issues. Um, so, and so what I try to do, like Ashley said, is, um, in, in working my core, I incorporate it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do that. You won't overtrain. I don't think you can overtrain your abs. I don't, I don't think so. No, you can't. Um, you can train I have not, day. yeah. Well, and I always mix it up. I, I don't do like Russian twists every day. I mean, e- each time I uh, write down a different, you know, I keep track of it and I see what it was I've been doing and I will uh, try to target all your muscles, not just the front. And it's not yeah. to uh, get a flat belly, um, but it's to protect my back. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have back issues, and I, I never have. Um, I recently went to the chiropractor because um, my hips were out of whack when I broke my hip mountain biking. From mountain biking. Yeah, from mountain biking. <laughs> She's a savage. Well, you guys want to know where I get it from? <laughs> it's from Gigi. So it was the first time I ever had my back x-rayed, and when he showed me the x-ray, I said, Whose, whose spine is that? And he said, that's yours. Because there was a definite S-curve in my spine. And I'm like, I never have issues with my back. Why why, why does it look like that? He's, he said, I was probably born that way. But he said, because I'm very physical and I have a very strong core. He said, if I lay off of that, I will start feeling it. If I relax on that, and I don't go crazy with it. You don't have to go crazy with it. You just have to be uh, consistent Mm -hmm. and mix it up. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I mean, especially doing all the, the mountain biking and stuff that you did. I mean, oh, you yeah, to, that's that's really it, critical. I mean, your legs are, you, you need, but yeah, you've got to have I a mean, really even, strong core. I mean, even for this row, like, I, I was sore a little bit right after, but, um, I mean, my abs aren't sore today, you know, because you have that constant lean back mm-hmm. and, and your, your core is well, constantly working. Well, and your back. Mm-hmm. Had you not been that strong. Yeah, I don't feel sore at all yeah, today. Your back would be bothering you, yeah. and it is not. And yeah. So... Yeah, I'm not to that. I think maybe my rear delts might be a little. No, I actually, I actually don't. I feel, I feel good. My body's still tired, but I'm not, I'm not sore. There weren't injuries. My lower back doesn't hurt. I like to actually think of core as, I like to call it your trunk, because you know your core. You have, you have. You when people think of core and like abs, they think about six pack abs or just your yeah. Which is, you know, you're kind of born with the ability to have six-pack abs um, genetically. Um, you can only do so much with what you were born with. But that's, that's not the main thing when I've worked with people and they're like, oh, I want a six-pack abs. And I'm like, well, we don't really go that direction. Your diet's very important for that aspect of it. But we're going to work on the total. That's front, side, and back. Yep. Everything. Like Ashley said, the trunk. Think of it as yeah. one whole And I, th- I think if you, if, if you stop focusing about, you know, change your focus and your mindset of just wanting to have a six-pack abs or see abs whenever you look in the mirror, if you just focus on exactly what my mom said, strengthening your core, um, having the discipline to work your core every time you do your workout, 
but then also having the discipline to eat healthy. Uh, that's huge. That's you can't, huge. Yeah, there's that saying that um, abs aren't made in the kitchen. Or abs are, are made, made in the kitchen. Abs are yeah. made in the kitchen, yeah. So, you know, if you're doing core every day, but you're stopping off and eating fast food, you know, yeah, right you after. you'll reward yourself every you're day. You're not going to really see the results. The muscles so. will be in there, but you won't see them. Yeah. yeah. But but it's, it's very important, regardless of what age you're at. Uh, you know, even if, if you're looking to start a family and you know, in, in a year, a couple of years, whatever, it's so important to have a really, really strong core, even right. leading up to that. Um, I, I'm trying to think I did do some core, like when I was pregnant, but I think I like laid off of that. Like once I started having like a belly and stuff, I just kind of like laid off of it. Yeah, I didn't I do core. Yeah. So, um, what, um, advice would you give, um, people who are you know your age maybe just wanting to get into fitness how long has it been since you got into fitness when did you like actually like hardcore get into fitness actually it was I remember you working out like when I was in high school a little bit. right when you guys went competitive on in soccer and I got found a gym membership said if you're going to play competitive you you need you know you need to add more to it and so we started going to the gym there and um there was a little pump class of girls and I started doing that I remember and, for a while I like kind of sat at the back and watched you yeah and and that was fun I enjoyed doing that and um and then probably a, a few years later um you actually said, Mom, you need to start, you know, why don't you be a personal trainer? Because um, mm-hmm. I wasn't teaching school anymore, and um, I just had the time to do it, and then a really good um, situation came up, and so I started helping people yeah. uh, with with their You're exercising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you, are you still training anybody? No. No, mm. I've retired. Mm. I've retired. Yeah, my mom was a trainer for a long time. She definitely definitely knows her stuff um so it's cool to have my mom kind of on the the sidelines whenever I'm doing these long endeavors or uh you know any questions or anything that I have that come up you know my you know I yeah you do a lot of research on things you definitely know your stuff as a as a coach and and a fitness trainer um what uh what advice would you give people who let's just say have like a a beginner intermediate uh, fitness background, like they've just started and they're, they're wanting to strengthen their core. What are like some exercises that you love for your core? Um, well, I, I like your, your programs. I oh, was yeah, going to say that. Crux. I was going to say that. Yeah. Crux. Um, that's the, that's my, ab, my core training trunk training program. Yeah. Since, since I'm not actually working with people anymore, it's, after, you know, a couple months, I was like, hmm, I think I need a trainer now, too, because <laughs> I didn't have the motivation of all my people. And so I started uh, telling Ashley, I, I need some of your programs. Well, I definitely, I modify Ashley's programs. They are amazing. She has the best programs. But, you know, at my age... I can't do all that anymore, and I don't want to do that anymore. My knees bother me a little bit, but but by staying active, it's keeping my knees uh, healthy. 
Um, so I, I just, I just work out a couple days a week now. Um, but I ride my bike as far as exercising, but I ride my bike. Um, I would encourage anybody to incorporate cycling, um, road bike riding, or even mountain biking. Um, and so that you mix that up and, and you keep your heart rate up and your heart strong. And then I incorporate a lot of body weight in, in, for me um, because I don't need to build up my muscles. I've got what I need. How many days a week do you work out? Um, well, I, I ride my bike. We try to ride our bikes, uh, our road bikes, two days a week. And one day a week we try to mountain bike mm. somewhere. And then in between that, I do yoga. Uh, I've talked my husband into doing yoga with us, with me. We do it like at night or sometimes in the morning. And then I will use uh, portions of Ashley's programs because um, we have a, a gym at home. And um, we'll, we'll work out there. And my husband uses Ashley's programs, too. He gets the hard ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's he a, really, he's, he's looking good. Yeah. Too. yeah. He's, he's looking a, good. He's a really good cyclist, really competitive. Yeah. Uh, he's in the middle of his competition season right now. Yeah. Is it mountain biking or road biking? It's mountain biking. Mountain right, biking. Yeah. 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 He's a stud. Yeah. So he's, I just encourage you to um, keep track of it. And I always encourage people to uh, have a journal if you need one. If you're not being able to be consistent and life gets in the way all the time. And, like, if I'm not able to work out for a few days and I might not remember as I'm getting older um, what it was I did on Monday, then I will. That would have been last Monday, not yesterday. Um, then, you know, I have something to look back on. Mm -hmm. So um, just stay active. Uh, What's your favorite core exercise? Hmm. Mine is probably the GHD machine. And I know, not, like, not everybody has a GHD machine. So I really like Russian twists are always yeah, really Russian, hard for me. Yeah, Russian twists. I hate planks. Probably means I need to do planks <laughs> yeah. if I hate them. I, they're, like, so hard for me. <laughs> but I love Russian twists, like heavy Russian twists. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I like Russian twists. And um, I like dead bugs. And What's a dead bug? Uh, well, you know, look up dead bug and you'll find 100 <laughs> variations of the dead bug. There's not really? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not 100, but, you know, I've seen some. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was a dead bug. But um, we, we would do it with a, a stability ball between our ankles and mm. we would just come up into a V. And you pass the ball? And you pass the ball from your ankles to your arms, hands. And then well, you why can't that... Down. Just be called like a via ball well, transfer be, or something. But like I said, there are various there's, there's names, so, many, so yeah. many different, you know, to go with that. Um, I like to do, I was telling Ashley about um, Oh, yeah, this one is a good one. That I've, I've never done this, but I'm going to try it. Yeah, it's called stir the pot. And so you put your forearms on a stability ball, uh, the soft, squishy kind, and um, plank yourself out in a prone Are you position. On your, your feet, like your toes, or yeah, your, your knees? toes. No, on your toes. Well, toes. you should. St you start out on your knees. Definitely start out on your. This is a definitely an advanced uh, core exercise, I think. So start out on your knees if you haven't done it before, and you just put your hand, your palms together, and then you just. It's called stir the pot. So you just rotate your elbows uh, clockwise for. 
10. And you roll the ball. Yeah, like you're rolling circle. the ball. You're, yeah, you're massaging, like rolling the ball. And then you you uh, go counterclockwise. You know, start out with five on each side. But you have to stay. If you're on your knees, that's fine. But then you advance to being on your toes. So you're, you're like on a plank. Um, but an inclined plank on your forearms. And so you're really pressing into that, and you're really keeping your core tight. And you have to keep your core tight, or your back will tell you that you're not doing something <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that sounds tough. I'm going to yeah. try that. Yeah, I'm going to try that one. this week. I'll show you when we get home. Well, I don't have a stability ball. Oh. I don't have a yoga ball. Okay. Can it work on, like, the little ball or no? You, mm, you, you could. Try uh, it, maybe. Yeah. I, or what I about, think like, that'll a wall make it a little ball. Like a wall ball, a little bit bigger ball. Maybe. I, I think, I think that like will harder. actually make it harder. Yeah, because it would be harder to move. The, it's harder and it's harder on your arms. Um, crunches to some degree, but I like to do crunches with a ball between my knees bent. <laughs> and then my elbows, I come up and meet meet it and then kind of plank out. Like a big stability ball? The same or uh, like a smaller ball? No, I'll use like a little 8-pound ball, 8-10-pound mm. ball. And if it's a little soft, you can pressure your knees. You're gonna so you're gonna get some inner thigh work there. Yeah, that's good. And that's uh, a good one. and so that's pretty you. good too. Yeah, it's impressive. Oh yeah. Why? How come you're not giving me all these exercises to do? <laughs> now I know who to call when I need to like step up my core game, which I'm I'm always looking to do that. Um, that is uh, all that we have today. Do you have anything else that you want to say, like for just weightlifting and? I mean, um, twenty-five hour row. You rode an hour. Yeah, that, that hour. That hour was good. I've just recently started um, uh, getting on the row machine, and I really like it. And once I learned to do it correctly, um, so I really like that. And that hour was a, a, a good one for me. It was so much fun, and yeah. it was just so uplifting. With well, all yeah, the people. and then and then like the last and five everyone. seconds, everybody was like, Ashley, down, yeah, Ashley, yeah, yeah. five, that was, four. Yeah, I mean, I've got a little emotional. It was just good yeah. to be done. And then, yeah. um, and then, of course, it was, you know, I knew getting to that last hour, it was like all the things that I have done from my bike ride to my run and then the row, like, no, just, and in fact, looking for that ninth hour, like coming up whenever I was doing the nine, the 25 hour row, I, you know, because I could see the row and I kept looking for your car. Because I knew, like, once you'd get there, it'd be the, like, the, I'd have the hour? last hour yeah. left. And, uh, yeah. and even though I had the, the watch and, you and stuff. And you did. You turned around, you saw me park, and you were grinning so big. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I didn't was like, know that's what I it knew. was. That's, like, why she was here. <laughs> she was here to finish the last hour with me and to, you know, to, to send it home strong. And so that's all we did. And uh, just thank you guys so much for the support. I'm thankful for my mom for coming out and uh, not only helping with the robe, but she helps with the kiddos. Um so, yeah, one more thing I would just say to older women and guys, men too, you're never too old. Um, I read articles sometimes about these gals that never did anything until they were 75. Wow. And then they look really good, and they're competing in, um, what, geriatric <laughs> competitions? Mom. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, what are they competing in? Oh, they'll they'll do like um, Olympics in in stuff. Yeah, you know, there's there's an age group for that. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I don't know. Maybe not Olympics. Um, That's gonna be my goal. I'm gonna go to the Olympics when I'm yeah, eighty. Yeah, no, not Olympics. <laughs> I'll get corrected on that. Um, just different competitions. Just different competitions. Yes. yes, but you're just never. You just have to. Um, I also think swimming is really important. 
Oh, that's a great one. You know, that is great. That's great. Yeah. But the exercising will, will help us with um, our balance. Um, I work with my mom. She's 89 now, and she is um, having a little issues with her balance. And so we've started working on just, you know, chair, some more chair exercises. She walks a lot, and she's a strong walker. Um, but she still, you know, has some issues. So trying to even keep her going at 89, and we even do little hand weights and stuff to just to keep you strong. You're just going to live longer if you stay active, mm-hmm. and you will be and, and, healthier. And, and you'll feel better. You'll just feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's hard in the beginning, and you don't really want to do it, and you won't see the, the physical progress, but you'll feel it. Mm-hmm. You'll have more energy, and if in your, you'll just you'll start seeing it and feeling it. And you may not always love it, like Ashley and I do, but um, you'll I keep you'll feel the if benefits. I'm gonna get burnt out, but I don't think so. That's why I, I like to do so many things because yeah, I get tired of one thing. Then there's always something else that yeah. I can do. Well, yeah, and your body yeah. does need variety, as yeah. Ashley. Yeah, tells I think you. that's important too. That's very important. You can't Being do the hybrid, same thing because your body hybrid. will adapt. Yeah. yeah, and that's good sometimes, but not in exercise. All right, guys. Well, you heard her, the <laughs> boss herself, Gigi, my mm. mom, Patsy. Um, Thanks for joining me today, and thanks for coming out here to Virginia Beach to help me plant yep. flowers, get me through my row, drink some beers with me. That's why she brings me out whiskey. so that I can help her plant. I know. I actually flowers. every time she comes, I have a a checklist of things <laughs> of things that I need help with. That yeah, she's yeah, she's definitely has more of a green thumb than I do. So probably comes with age too. Well, and. I'm not quite as busy as you are. Yeah, that too. That's and thank you for supporting Ashley. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for all the support. Thank you for the love. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the podcast today. If you guys have any questions or questions for my mom, Patsy, you can DM, DM us uh, at the Reborn Pod on Instagram. Um, if you guys have any more questions that you would like for us to tackle on the Reborn Podcast, just send those. Uh, those questions through the Instagram DM as well, or you can email us rebornpod at ashleyhorner.co. Um, my name is Ashley, and I'm here with my co-host today, Patsy, and we are out. Bye. Over and out.